it is <laughs> the fantasy rugby ends. <laughs> my name is jared dyke i wanted to say it's stupid and let's move on but then you kept going i'm ben glauser i don't like any way anybody handled that a collusion <laughs> 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 Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. We are back for season five. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Five seasons. I didn't believe that until I looked at the stats from last year. I was like, oh, shit, that was season four. Six seasons <laughs> in a movie is is within sight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, a movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Let's whatever. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it would be like a, a South Park movie yeah. and not some other lame movie. Fucking horror movies. <laughs> uh, I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, so we're back. We're we're ready to roll again, um, despite all the wild happenings, and we're gonna talk about them all today. But first, we must crack on, as they say. I miss doing that. Woo. I barely drink beer anymore. I so... remember my first beer. Yeah. Obviously, you want to find us on your favorite podcast, share, share, download, rate, review, all that good stuff. Um, also, 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 of course, we want to give our props to our good friend George, the fancy rugby geek. It's busy season for him, as it is about to be for us, because yep. things are kicking into high gear, especially with draft um, making its return, and us all having to kind of figure out that out because, whoops, no permit, no premierships numbers from last year, so. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, nope. Um, so we got we got we got to all fix our heads on that. But right in the meantime, we gotta, <laughs> we're losing the our one the one data we have and and gaining the data we don't have, yeah, or gaining the league from the data we don't have. So right. so, well, sucks. Oh well. Um. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um. On our fantasy podcast. Yes, we will. Sad times. Um. But yeah, so grab Georgia coffee and a beer in, in advance because if <laughs> you're playing that and it's your first time or as well you're likely going to be leaning on his advice. So go ahead and yes. give, give yep. him a little pump up there. And yeah, um, he's already put out his advice. So yes. reward him for it. Yes. Yes. Um, I totally agree. So we're not, we're not shying away from black lives matter, but we're just going to make a general, more general statement of there. There will be no discrimination here on our pod or on our Twitter spaces. So if you uh, are that asshole, we're going to tell, tell you to go pound sand. Um, and then this is, will be, be our, our chance where we talk about, you know, whatever discrimination, discriminatory act is going on in the world and maybe something good about it, which should hopefully be more often than not. Um, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Um, the one thing that I've noticed in the recent time is uh, a lot of the um, England women's uh, footballers have been getting ha or reported on getting loads and loads and loads of misogynistic message messages mm -hmm. from, of course, men because they're too stupid to know, you know, right from wrong and yeah so it's just that that is that is the that is a sad world we live in if that's still happening and i'm just really annoyed for them but also like fuck you guys like yeah, i'm like, not like that you're making me look like the asshole too exactly it's it's just it makes it bad for everyone um <clears throat> and for what like because you, you're not you're, you're you're a little upset that uh a woman gets to be an athlete and do athletic things and like have that lifestyle. And you don't, that's, that's, you're just an asshole. There's no need mm -hmm. for it. They're good. Just it, shit. 
<laughs> enjoy it <laughs> like just chill out and fucking enjoy it and and um stop making you know yeah nobody should feel uncomfortable because of what they do um you know like if they're good athletes let them be good athletes don't don't try to demean them that's and yeah it just makes everyone look bad yeah it's only the tiny minded ones and tiny else mm-hmm. places ones that are really the ones that are doing it but they're the ones that speak the loudest unfortunately and that really sucks for all of right. us and you'd see that shit up in uh byu by the way no i didn't what happened it was a volleyball player women's volleyball player who was getting um like every service or whatever like that she was in or either giving or um if she was like involved in the place she would get they would yell the n-word at her oh and, my lord and this what was at byu hell? and the student the student section was like kind of egging it on and like apparently it was pretty i saw a video from it and it was like it's packed for for the women's volleyball but they were all um yeah wow that is being completely complete racist toward a duke player (laughs) and like the coach didn't step none of the coaches stepped in first off if i was coaching duke i would have been fucked that would no (laughs) like how do you let that go too that's just bad for for um yeah it's just not a good situation nobody nobody looks good in that Mm -mm. no especially if nobody steps up yeah no i can't believe nobody stepped up what Mm -hmm. like no yeah. unacceptable you, you unacceptable that, that they point. did it unacceptable that they that nobody stepped up yeah 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 you stop play at that point and just say yeah. hey dude you're you, you you can leave bye right <sighs> that's awful well yeah so none of that shit please yeah no need no need life sucks as is <laughs> all right um moving on from that of course our patreon will return um as we discussed, we will be obviously having to pump in new FRD numbers into it, but thankfully we have mm-hmm. the ideas to it. Um, my um, my ideas uh, going forward for this year will also be um, I will make some I will make the rankings free that I that I see fit, um, mm-hmm. but also um, I'm going to do some writing, and that's what that'll be uh, only behind the paywall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need all you assholes seeing this atrocity. I only want the people that are paying us money to see it. You gotta so, want it. <laughs> uh, but I will do some uh, some some uh, writing advice. You know, I write I write in my job, so I was mm-hmm. like, you know what, this will be something I can just knock out at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I read I read your blog yeah. from from so, your your professional trainer so blog. Well. That's, I mean, that's good shit. Just put just batch the two of them together and yeah, bango. I got one for one place and one for the other. Might as well. I mean. All I do is just sit on my ass on Sundays anyway. I don't even watch football anymore. So. Just don't put one in, in the wrong. Don't flip them when you go to send them out. Oh, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Ooh, there's the training one. Shit, people are wondering why I, they got fancy advice today in their email, aren't they? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That's not meant for you guys. Sorry. <laughs> you can't take that email back either. Yeah, it's gone. Right. That's it's gone. It's out there. It's like, shit, I did not mean to do that. <laughs> But yeah, so that'll be um, a new contribution to the, the Patreon. So um, once we get that up up and running, then uh, go ahead and grab yourself a subscription to it. And we'd much appreciate it just the same. Right. And of course, we'll give you our special shouts and all that good stuff. As, as well. we do. Um, Even better news. It's happening. The rugby Yanks are invading London. Here we come, motherfuckers. <laughs> we will. Yes, uh, we've we finally nailed it down. We are coming over um, end of, end of next month, beginning of October. It's mm. going to be a blast. It'll be a whirlwind for us because we're only going be. for the weekend. But right. <laughs> 
it we're, we're should coming be fun. in Friday, going to what? Uh, Sari's hosting Leicester on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Quinn's hosting Saints on Sunday and flying home Monday. Yeah, Whew. that's <laughs> it'll be a whirlwind. So um, my general plan for Friday evening is to hunker down someplace and we don't know where we're going to what, what particular place we're going to be at when we are in London, but for that it won't be far from our residence. Right. Folks that want to come hang out and say hi, we'll let you know where we're going to be. He will. Or you can meet us at one of the matches. Those are the other places. Right. Um, <laughs> please be kind. <laughs> we come in peace. Yeah, we're not we're not trying to break shit. Right. <laughs> Promise. You know, we we're not like uh, other traveling Americans. Much twice. No, I'm just saying don't come to beat us up. Is what oh, saying. yeah. Also that. Like if you're coming to beat us up and <laughs> you got problems of your own. Please yourself. don't. That's all. <laughs> uh okay. Um with enough of that, um, there's lots to get to today. Well, so we got plenty to dive into, despite the fact that we're not in league season yet. Mm. Um, because we're gonna talk a little bit about what happened this past summer, um, the goings on currently, and then um so obviously the news cycle as well, which is a little on the depressing side lately. Yeah. Um so uh, we'll start a little bit, and we're not. I, I don't want to spend too much time on each team, but we can, especially the Northern Hemisphere teams, we can kind of give a quick recap because there's more action going on for the Southern Hemisphere teams right now, mm-hmm. um, and we can dive in a little bit more into those because they are playing matches, which we are going to get a, get in on um, the rugby championship and stuff like that as mm-hmm. well. So looking back, um, let's start with uh, the team that shocked the world and the Irish getting their first series win ever in New Zealand. And the the talk obviously is obviously as they tend to do are the Irish peaking too early. Mm. Let's hope not. But you never know. You never know, but this is a well so there there's obviously the the question mark of of Jonathan Sexton. Right. Because he's one of those guys who can be on form and just deadly. And then he takes a knock and he's not the same for like a year. And it's like, you know, whether he's a little bit more hesitant to, to really draw in that contact, but he's also at the same time, he's also playing differently. He's not just doing that. He's doing that. Like he's picking his spots better. And I think that's Mm -hmm. what's really opening it up for, for Ireland. Right. Um, he's being less of a, you know, less of just a, a, you know, attacking that line and throwing it really quick to uh, making sure that it can get wide um, regularly. And they got guys out there who can tote it. So mm-hmm. they do. They do. Yeah, they, are they picking too early? Maybe. Are they? But here's the question. Have they peaked? Mm, that is the that is the question. We don't know. Like I, um, this is we'll them find playing. Out this fall, right. This is them playing decently. Like. And and extremely well. I mean, I'm not trying to um, to undersell it or, or, or insult them, but I'm saying that there's still room for improvement there. That's mm-hmm. the fucked up part. Is that they're not, you know, they're they're making mistakes too. But you know, when the other team makes mistakes, they're just deadly. Right. Yeah. They 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 made and they other can make you make mistakes. Paid. That's the big yeah. thing. Is they can they're now putting the teams in position where they're making mistakes. You know, and and. Right. And it's because Ireland's forcing him into them. Right. And and this kind of brings to, and there's a lot of other players we can talk about, but I do want to just go to the coach. I want to go to Andy Farrell because obviously we it's been talked about for a couple of years now since Andy Farrell took over. What a difference this Irish team looks 
from Joe Schmidt and the Joe Schmidt attack was just not mm-hmm. that good. We know, no. we know that right. it had one, it was a one trick pony. It worked for a while and then people figured it out. And mm-hmm. that is a fact. I don't think a lot of people would argue with that for the most part. Um, so Andy Farrell has now positioned himself in to a point where if they continue to progress and they continue to go up mm-hmm. come next year, like after France, he could have any job he wants. And that includes the one where his homeland and he doesn't mm-hmm. want to be because we have, that has its own problems. We'll, we'll get into, um, but he is looking more and more like the coach that everyone wants right. as of right now. We'll yeah. see. Um, I, in a year's time, we could be talking different things here. But True. But right now, I mean, even, even whatever could happen there. Um, is there anybody you'd really want more, though, now? Like in this moment? No. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. We'll see. But um, he's yeah, he's done a great job there. I think he can write his own ticket anyway. No, no matter what Ireland do, he's shown what his um, his approach, his attack and, you know, and his defensive quality like that. You, you can increase the attacking, you know, um, flair and style without harming your defense. Right. And that, I think, is what is going to help him elsewhere. Wherever, wherever the fuck he wants to go. And there's one more piece of this team I want to talk about and then we'll move on is it is the back row, which is, I believe, is made. The midfield is, is a big one. And then the, mm-hmm. la- the back row, everybody knows about the back three. That, that's not, a, that's not yeah. something we need to go into, into too deeply. Um, but the back row has been something that's just really come up another notch. And it's, it's Vanderfleer, it's Conan, it's Doris, it's Peter Omani, which mm-hmm. has pl- he has played back to form. And people, for m- myself at least, I was kind of thinking Peter Omani is going to be kind of on the edge of the World Cup squad in 23. Right now, no, he needs to be in France. Yeah, that is, there is no question about that in my mind. And again, this is a credit to the coaching staff yeah. for, for the Irish he- as well. They're different when he comes off the field. Like he can't really mm-hmm. play eighty. I mean, he can, but I mean, damn, it, probably it looks, It's hard. It's hard to look at. Yes. Um, when he does, um, they take him off the field. You know, sixty or so in, it's a remarkable difference, and yeah. and it's it's noticeable. So, but and Josh Vanderfleer, I mean, he flying Dutchman, right? <laughs> like when when Omani calls. You know, Kane, uh, uh, a, sh- a shit, shit McCall. McCall. It's because it's like, look at my seven and look at you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's... Sink into the bushes. Right. You know, Vanderfleer is just maybe the best seven in the world right now. Um, he's, he's somebody that a lot of people would want, no doubt. Yeah. Sam um, Kane is not. Yeah. No, we'll not get right to now. That later. We'll, get to, we'll get to them in a little bit. Um, so, yeah, Ireland doing good things. You know, shot. You know, setting the wall to light with their mm-hmm. with the things they're doing. Um, so we'll see if this is if this is an upward turn, a plateau, or if they're going down the other direction. Yep. For me, I hope it's at least a plateau and and no mm-hmm. worse, honestly. Um, but then let's move over to uh, England over in Australia, and I'll put it the way a, a, a colleague you and I put it: these were two not great teams, and England just happened to be slightly better. Mm-hmm. in the in this summer and i can't argue with it and there's a lot to go into about yes they they won the series 
could they have played better? Absolutely. There is mm-hmm. no question in anybody's mind, I don't think. And really, if this is the team that they're going to pick for the next you know, year, I see no I, I don't know how they get beyond the quarterfinal. No. Play and simple. They're 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 playing too South Africanly and they have <laughs> the talent to do so much more. Mm-hmm. Um and South Africa has talent, but it's like it's a different application of talent. And the players that South Africa have, England don't have, but they're trying to use to play that, you know, we're just gonna kick it and and be disruptive and and hopefully if one of us falls over the line. And it's like Okay, but you've got players who can run with the ball in hand. You've got they can they can just go. They can create like they're we use the kick to disrupt the other team. It's like no, you can use the pass. Like these guys can run and and leg it and disrupt the defense. And and Eddie doesn't want them to do that. It's really like um, yeah, yeah. It's frustrating. It's Jeff frustrating Noel, to watch. Really, I mean, yeah, I don't buy uh, it. There's there's five other not, wings easily right. that are better than him. He's not international quality. You look at any of these competitions and like he's by far the worst wing. Like it's not even close. And so you can't tell me that that's the best England have. God, I hope not. If that's what they and think it's is like, the best, they are to- yeah. totally screwed. And it's like, he doesn't make mistakes. Well, okay. Maybe that means he's in position. I, I guess, because I tell you what, I see him being in the right place and doing the wrong thing a lot. <laughs> so it's like, no, he makes mistakes. Um, but that other, you know, he maybe I don't know. I don't get it. Like other, yeah, other somebody else might not be on the exact blade of grass that um, Eddie wants. But when the ball gets there, they'll be where they need to be because they're fast enough. And it's like it's not mm-hmm. Noel either. Like he's not he's not outrunning anybody anymore. No, he's not shaking anybody. He's not stepping anybody like he was. You know, like he used to. Plays too much like a center for me. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a wing, no. No. I think Mark. I think Joe Marshall plays a better wing than he does. And Marshall's yes. a center by trade. Yeah. So that's just my two cents on that one. Yeah. Um, They'd be so yeah. much better. They have they they have their problems. I I don't know. I, it, and it's got to be laws and a toje at, at your lock. Yeah. And then you have flankers like you you. Uh. And I love Courtney Laws, and I think he's a he gives great effort every time he's out there. Mm-hmm. And I just think. The slight and it's it's actually only a slight lack of mobility on Law's part as a flanker as opposed to a second row mm-hmm. would you know they would benefit because it's not to say that on most teams Courtney Laws wouldn't play a flank be able to play flanker as a six, <laughs> but the options that England have are astronomical, so you need to consider those. Yeah, that's like, the thing. It, it you now you have a some hump at playing it at five. And Johnny like, Hill who, operative term, right? It's like it's just it who offers nothing really. No, um, like he was bad, he, he should have been red carded too. But yeah, he, he was lucky to not get sent home. Um, yeah, but Eddie loves him, and it's like then then you have okay, so you have what Curry at seven, who again provides nothing in attack, right? And and then you have an eight who is you know, like who the fuck knows who the eight is right now, yeah, that's up in the air. And, but it's like, so who's bad, your attack? So. You don't even have an attacking option. And, you know, again, you have some, you know, you have a pylon out there in that, in that, um, in that five jersey or, you know, whichever lock jersey that yep, Toje is not wearing. He's usually wearing um, four. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, the, the selections are poor, the, the strategy is poor. Um, and the results are poor. <laughs> what do you know? 
Yeah, it was. They weren't impressive by any means whatsoever over Australia. Yeah. Australia's still got room to grow, mm-hmm. and they're going up. You know, we we saw that recently, and we'll get to Australia soon. Mm-hmm. But they are going up, so yeah, that's the thing, are. and that's why if I'm Australia, you know, you're kind of annoyed that you are still where you're at. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can see what Dave Rennie's trying to do, and he's still right. trying to go upwards with this thing. Right. And there's a and lot, there's a lot of room. Australia are playing better now than they did during that series, certainly. So yes, there's there's a lot to be said for that. Like mm-hmm. that, that's just him getting you know getting the buy and getting the right getting the right selections and getting the, them to understand what you're trying to get them to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, let's go to uh, the Welsh and. Yeah, they beat South Africa for one match, but they also beat South Africa's B team. So do you really need to put a whole lot into that, a lot of stock into that? I don't think so myself. And it's not to say that the players that were on the South African team are bad, Mm -hmm. um, but what their top of the line offers compared to some of the players that were in that lineup (laughs) isn't quite on the same level. Let's just be honest. That's a good way to put it. So... um, is there? It, I don't. Wales is another team. I don't know how far they're going to go in the World Cup. The, will they get to the quarterfinal? No idea. Maybe. Honestly, but they honestly, like, they did play well. So yeah, they. they I mean, they. I, yeah. I, the the first different. game was they, obviously kind of a yeah. shit show, which we all, which was not ta- not not talked about on Twitter for a long time. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, the and then the third one, like the South Africans, just kind of brutally took them down, like in yeah. a headlock, and just right. called it a day. Like, no, you're gonna stay here, and you like it, <laughs> right? But if not for uh, you know, uh, the ref, the favorable refereeing that you, the first you know, one, yeah. for some reason, for some reason, that wasn't a huge scandal. Um, from South Africans, there are there are when the referee plays poorly or does a poor job. But then, uh, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> no, never yeah, mind. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Fucking a. Um, but well, but yeah, yeah, I don't know what they are. <laughs> I, yeah, they no, could be good. They could, be, they could suck. Pivac does not have an identity for this team right now, and I think no. most people would agree with that. Um, if there, if there, if there's a true identity that's air, very easily uh, out there, I don't know what it is. But here's what I don't understand. Right, you've got a world class ten. Yes, I think yes. we can all agree. Bigs, absolutely, and Anscombe you've got, even. Yeah, you've got a world class centers combo right now. Hmm. Like we're out there, yeah. Excellent. And you've got the best one, like not the best right now, but <clears throat> one of the best. There's nobody better. Let's put it that way. Back rows. There's a, yeah, there's um, a lot of good good back row play going. A lot of that. talent back there. Yep. And and you're meh. Like yeah, <clears throat> you're, dyna- you're very good in the dynamic pl- places. You need to be dynamic. Let's put it yeah. that way. Right. You know, and you have some, and you have. You know, you're not spoiled for choice for nines, but you have some mm-hmm. good nines to pick from as well. So to say right. that, you know, and that's without even bringing in Adams and LRZ mm-hmm. and Sanjay, it's like right. you've got such talent there. How can you be meh? Yeah, like I said, I, I think I think Wayne Pivak is meh. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about <laughs> yeah. we're talking about some coaches that are meh. I think he's right. on that list as well right, right now. Um. We'll touch on the we'll touch on the last two because they weren't super prominent in the mm-hmm. summer, but um, France over in Japan um, brought their second team, which is what they do all the time. Yep. I watched one of the games. Mm-hmm. Man, they should have lost it. <laughs> if not for a knock on, they they would have uh, lost. 
at the at the goal line. And it, the try was given, but they reviewed it on TMO. And I was like, oh, yeah, he did lose that, didn't he? Shit. Um, so not their best. But again, they're not they're, they don't see the auto nations the way a lot of the other countries right. do. They just this is a building opportunity. And I'm OK with exactly. that. I have no issue with that whatsoever. Right. I like that um, Ireland's doing that. They're mm-hmm. what bringing their like younger star. They're up and comers on mm-hmm. a tour of South Africa. Like, yes, do that. Yeah, get them some playing time at, yeah. together at least. Right. So, I mean, because last year was in down in Australia was how we found Melvin Jaminet. Mm-hmm. And that and that was that was their same strategy. They were just bringing not quite their top players. They mm-hmm. they know what they need the top players for. They want it for the autumn. They right. want him for Six Nations, and they want him for the World Cup. That's what they want him for. So they're using these as building tools, and I'm not mad about it as long no, as you understand what you're doing, and they do. Yep. So, you know, if you're just bringing a bunch of helmets for the sake of bringing a bunch of helmets, there's a different mm-hmm. story there. You right. know, so yeah, bring some developmental players, bring some guys that you definitely want to see what they have, and mm-hmm. if they perform well, then reward them in the fall and in the spring. Right. Great. Um, Scotland. Found the same, found, found out. Yeah, that was bad. They, they, they found that Argentina, like a lot of teams have found not so easy anymore. Um, credit to checks and all them. And we'll get to Argentina a little bit here. Um, but credit to checks and that, and that whole crew, Conte Pome, uh, Fernandez lobby, they, they, they are making life miserable, but, um, yeah, Scotland are going to continue to be on the edge and never quite see their, true potential i feel like Mm -hmm. that's just my opinion um and i'm not saying i don't know if it's townsend i don't know if it's some of the players that continue to hang on with combinations of two of that i'm not sure but it just they have potential to really be dynamite and they're not yeah you know i think and and it's hard to it's literally hard for me to say this so i don't think that this is like a a hot take that i i'm I'm just saying off the you know (laughs) shooting off the hip here Um, because you and I have had this conversation as, as to there's a question is Stuart Hogg done at the international level? I think it could be asked. Yeah. I think it could be asked at least. And I'm not, no disrespect to him. I, I, you know, obviously he's been extremely entertaining and a fantastic rugby player throughout his Mm -hmm. career, but everything comes to an end. Right. And, and, He's he's giving me kind of Roethlisberger vibes, mm-hmm. as in like he's a little bit beyond that expiration date, right? And every so often, like he's at the point where it's like every so often he does something you're you're like, okay, there's Stuart Hogg, but then that's like it, and he yeah. does a bunch of things you're like, man, Stuart Hogg would be great right here. <laughs> like, <laughs> they had Stuart Hogg, that would be just fantastic, yeah. and he's like on the pitch, um, so it's like, okay, well, mm, where'd you go? <laughs> yeah, um, where did which way did he go? So, um, yeah, yeah. I, like there's a little bit of that for me, too, because yep. he's one of those guys that you just lean on. And it's like, I don't know that he's there anymore and you can't really lean on them. So and the other positions don't quite know how to deal with because they're like, this is the way we've always done it because we've had Stuart Hogg back there. Mm, yeah, that can cause problems. No mm-hmm. doubt. Yeah. So we'll see again. Um, yeah, there. Uh, I mean, talk about question marks about quarterfinal next next summer, next mm-hmm. fall. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I'm not convinced yet. Um, all right, so let's move on to other nations, not not in Europe. Uh, the one that we probably really need to talk about, and I think it's uh, the one talked about the m- most, if not, it's up there. Uh, the All Blacks, New Zealand, 
and they've and we can even bleed a little bit of trc into this they've now fired everyone they can mm-hmm. not name Fozzie and kane right and i don't know if that was the right move i think the the better move would have been to one of the other honestly i i'm a, I, like if you want to keep one or the other fine mm-hmm. um i think the move would have been to get rid of one of them honestly because you you're talking about something that's never happened to new zealand mm-hmm. with ireland beating them in their own series that is when it comes to drastic drastic change ha- needs to happen after something like that like in yeah. their storied history it's never happened that needs to be the immediate red flag that goes up and says all right everybody get to you know hq right now we need a powwow and somebody's losing their fucking job yeah. sorry to say that's a fact you know right. instead they got rid of two pretty good coaches right and they've replaced him with i like jace ryan i don't have a problem with that but they've replaced one with joe as joe schmidt i'm like oh yeah. shit mm-hmm. he was supposed to just be a selector not a not a coach so yeah. yikes maybe maybe if he's not running the whole show it won't be so bad but yeah, yeah. not so there's problems and it's unquestionably and i'll say this and then we'll and then i'll let you get your words in for me the biggest hole right now is that 12 chart without a doubt Havili's not international nope. standard and tapai is not there and no they use uh jack could use apparently not an option anymore so they gotta no, fill that shirt with something that, better yeah he's in that role too for me so um there so they have to have an answer for that and i'm sorry i'm gonna harp on this again they let the best option walk out the door a long time ago and that was mm-hmm. not a bombay and they shouldn't have. And they were really, really fucking stupid to slap him in the face and say, we want you to stay, but here's a pay cut. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you idiots. That is your best, one of your best centers, if not your best center. Right. Now he's, he's walked, he's walked out the door and he's told him to pound sand and, right. and he doesn't want to come better back. better than, than Havili. Certainly. Yes. Yes, and so now they're, they're trying to, trying to push to Ivasa Shek, but he's not ready. He's not even ready at the club level. Mm, so it's yeah. like, it, they're trying, but it's not, that's not, you don't, you, you know, you're the all blacks. You don't try. You just do, mm-hmm. you know, if you're trying some, you're, you're doing something wrong. Like you have fucked up and they fucked up. Yeah. Like, you know, Sam, Sam Kane is first off, he's a six, right? Just make him yes. like the Peter Amani. That that's kind of what he's good for. Um, but he's not, he's not a seven at this level and either way that you have such options there between you know um like papa lee mm-hmm. and sevilla yeah and, already over yep yeah and you, you've got so many options there and like because sevilla is playing at seven as an eight mm-hmm. and you just don't have you know when your six is you know first off frizzell is not a He's not international quality either at the moment. Um, and shouldn't be on the team anyway. No. Um, but you got these other options. Like Peter Gus is around and he's his form has been ridiculous. That's a guy you want. And and he's not really getting a, a look in, again. And and that's that sucks. Right. You're they're they're shooting themselves in the foot with their selections. Um yep, obviously the, the, the style, the, the style of play is fine. It's just that the execution is terrible because the people doing it aren't very good. No. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, and this might be, again, this is one of those 
things. It's desperation time. Mm-hmm. Putting Mwanga and Bear, Bowden Barrett on the same field at the same time might be something you have to live with for a while because it's mm-hmm. going to give you more options than not doing that. Um, and I understand right. that means you're moving some players around. Listen, they were toying with the idea of Jordy Barrett playing 12. Honestly, right. try it at right. this point. Try it. Right. You have nothing to lose. You know, so just yeah, and and I know and and I've already seen the lineup. It's not much different than mm. what they've been putting out. And somebody pointed it out, and I don't remember who it was, but they've really this is another one they've kind of hit the nail on the head with because um I really thought about it and like holy shit, they're right. The two shirt, and I and I have no disrespect for Coles and Taylor. I love the both of them to pieces. Tankiaho is the form guy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't really blooded anybody else in that shirt. Right. So you need to find answers because they and they have answers. There's possibilities abound in New Zealand for, to fill that shirt. Um, but they haven't really given anybody else a shot. Yeah. And they and think they really line need out, to. his throws have not been great. No, but otherwise, um, open field play has been actually really good. Yes, yes. But so has Taylor's. Taylor's lineouts have been shit. Right. Um so really that's the question of is it the hooker then? Um you know, or is it just the the timing? Is it just the, the well? We saw we like, saw the end of the game uh, this past weekend. Like they yeah. were, just, they totally fucked it. And right. Whitelock just said me. <laughs> and they yeah, went yeah. to him. I was like, uh, and he's another one that I'm. I have to. You have to start questioning him. And I'm not saying that this is like the thing to do, but you have to question some of the old heads. And mm-hmm. he is a wily old son of a bitch. And I think at this point you need to consider bringing him off the bench as your best option and yeah. starting Tupovai. Or mm-hmm. somebody like that. Right. Um, Brody Metallic's back on the bench this weekend, so that'll be interesting. I would be very interested to see what other young locks they could pull through. Um, they gave Tuipulotu a small run. I think he's been hurt, though, so that's not mm-hmm. really been helpful. Um, again, uh, some some younger faces to get through this thing, especially when you go on this autumn tour. You can yeah. you can do it like a freaking, you know, like your oil. Change the whole fucking thing right. if you want. And I honestly think they could. Right, and they'd be, and it would do them good. Yeah, would they, would their ranking suffer overall? Probably. Whatever. But what rankings to, matter? What the fuck do rankings? Right now matter? they don't. Right now they really don't. You're gonna Maybe go play a, a, a small stipend, but that's you're, yeah. That. But you're gonna go play a a World Cup and and yeah, yeah. So you have so, and we talked about like how many windows like Eddie Jones has to mm-hmm. get his team in shape. The problem is even worse for Ian Foster right now in in New Zealand because you have. The rest of the TRC, which is they only have a couple matches to play after this weekend. You have the autumn, and then you have three matches, maybe maybe six in an abbreviated TRC next mm-hmm. year. That is all you have to get prepared for it. So you have, I think you really. If we talked about this being drastic t- circumstances for you know the All Blacks, do something drastic. Yeah, you know, make a bold move for God's sake. Honestly, right. Ian Foster, what do you have to lose? Right, you you're you're already on the hot seat. You might if you get worse, your job's gone, and right. that's the worst time to lose it too. But if you get worse, your job is gone. And who's that is like plain and simple? Who would hire him? Uh, like, like a club team, the, but that's it. Yeah, he's like the opposite of um of Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> when when Fozzie's done there, it's who's who really want him at the moment? It's just yeah. not it's not going well. And it, and you know. I don't blame New Zealand for going through the hiring process they did because it's been working for them. They had mm-hmm. Hanson and then they had and then they got Graham Henry out of it. You know, all of them did well, got them all to all of them got to semifinals, if not better. Mm-hmm. Um hard to besmirch that. 
but obviously this has just not worked out well. Either they picked the wrong guy internally or they just picked the wrong guy in general. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how you want to lay it out. They they picked the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really obvious at this point. So right. um well they get to the for them, they'll get to the quarterfinal. I don't think there's a doubt in that. Mm-hmm. Um semifinal is now the question mark for them, and that would be a very big disappointment for them. Yeah. After yep. their last, you know, their last three World Cups. Right. So very, very very ouch for that one. Um <laughs> to Ben's favorite team, the South Africans. <laughs> I look, I like the team. Well, I like the team. Um <laughs> most of the team, yeah. but it's the fans I can't stand <laughs> at this point. I'm done. I'm done. Stop blaming the reps every time you really... lose. Uh, it's enough. Yeah. It's enough. You 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 made your point, you whined, you cried. Stop airing out refs that that are that happen to referee matches you you lose. Right. Um, like it, do, do bad calls go in, you know do refs make bad calls yes oh yeah do they miss calls oh fucking all the time does it you know do, does has it actually impacted these matches no it has not and not only that but the calls that they're whining about were fine mm-hmm. like stop it okay first off nick white hilarious that was the funniest fucking thing i've seen and it worked <laughs> only because it worked but i mean at the same time faff you His fucking you, did you, no good there but you're you're taking the risk right you're taking the gamble and that's and what you're, paul you're said for the too. Ball. like i know what you're trying to do but that's the risk you run right Exactly. He got it. That's exactly what it is. You hit the guy, you, you make contact with his face. You now you've slapped him strike to the head yellow. That's that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And you went like, you know, you didn't have to do it. It didn't do anything <laughs> except you punch a guy in the face and get you a yellow. So great. Good, good, good work. So yeah. no, that's that's a yellow. Um, Corbetti did attempt to rap. No. He's not supposed to be doing that anyway. So right. Yeah. Jumping in. Part of that that we want to talk a, about. Right. I saw somebody literally tweet about like, well, he hit him in the air. It's like, um, you can't jump into contact. Like, yes. So no, but either way, it, all that aside, South Africa just aren't playing well. Like it's, they're not, the, their, their defense is not dominant at the moment. Um, we saw Australia just carve them up. Yeah. That, uh, Australia's that, um, carving was them the up. The second McWright try. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, like they're they're getting your tendencies. They're learning how to draw you in certain ways, and they're they're learning. You know, it's it's become obvious now how you defend. Mm-hmm. And when Australia can be like, okay, you know, they're making them look like a normal. They're mortal mm-hmm. <laughs> defensively, yep. and and if that if South Africa are, are mortal defensively, um, and they're actually doing their role, they're playing fine. It's just all of a sudden, instead of running into, you know, as everybody does, instead of running into the the smashers, suddenly they're running into space. And it's like, wait, wait a second. Um, they're finding space where there isn't any and then creating space where they're then that's that's the mortality. Like mm-hmm. there doesn't used to be space here for 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 South Africa where nobody hit that space. Now they're hitting it. What do you do? Yep. Yeah, you need to have an answer, guys. Sorry. Right. And so you know that now the, the South Africa live off of that chain, turning defense into attack, and now suddenly that's not happening. And yeah, they're going to look shit. So correct. And that's that's the problem with not really focusing at all on attack because as soon as someone unlocks your defense, uh, yeah, you need to have an answer to respond. Right. 
and they don't have that right now. And that's, that's, that's disappointing considering the, the runners that they have. They, they got should, a plenty. They should be ready. They got a that. plenty, no doubt. Yeah. And Lacanio Am's been out of, out of this world lately for them as well. So he totally it's not like has. they don't have foreign players by any means. Right. And oh, Andre over DDA. That that change has got to happen. Yeah. Is he st- is Estrella still banged up? I'm not sure, but yeah. um, that's the one thing I can think of. I, I don't think. I mean, I think Dale Ende is more of a club guy at this point. And you and you may it may go that way by yeah. the time we get around to certain um, certain parts of the cycle here. Right. It may yet. Um. Yeah. So let's go to their their most recent opponent, Australia, and the. Things that we saw both between them in the England series and, and and recently now they get so they we saw what happens when South Africa do the normal thing, but it wasn't against South Africa; it was against mm-hmm. Argentina yeah. with the high bombs, and they just had so much struggle with that. And um, yeah, they had a couple of things that didn't go their way in that in that um, loss over in Argentina, but still, mm-hmm. like so South Africa, of course, they're just going to harp in on that and be like, "Let's do it," but wisely australia saw their mistakes they saw their fuck-ups mm-hmm. they had two weeks to fix them and they fixed mm-hmm. them yeah so credit to australia for that um they realized yep we did not handle that shit very well at all so mm-hmm. let's let's get some guys in there that can handle these things and that you know are going to be problematic when they get the ball in hand in the air and they were <laughs> yeah i think that's i think that's a easy way to say it um and a guy that you and I have not been a fan of by any means whatsoever for a while, but has played himself really, really well um, in the re- certainly in the recent games, and that's Corbetti. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I, I, I it took me a second. I'm like, was it Corb? Didn't we not like? It was like, didn't was weren't we sucking shit on him? Like, mm-hmm. or was that? It must have been a different guy. Like, I'm like, no, it must have been someone. You know, like. <laughs> I'm like, no, it was it was Corbetti, and it's like, it isn't the same player. So doesn't look it, no. Yeah, good. For, I mean, it's amazing, especially the physicality. That was what we kind of were annoyed by. It was that he was completely non-physical, and um, and his first off, he's been punishing defensively now lately. Yes. Just you know, it, it, it's not just Mavimpi. He, he he was you know dynamite earlier too. Yes, yes. Um, and then he's just lethal in attack. He's he's because because he's not running away from people, he's running like just off of them and um and challenging them rather than trying to just a- avoid them. Yeah, and like he's just, winning just off the shoulder, just yeah. off that shoulder, which is a guy like him where he can thrive. Right. And, and especially been, when great. in the, the, the context of how someone's trying to tackle him, which is usually like a cover tackle situation, mm-hmm. you run right off the shoulder. That's where they're almost mo- like I would almost rather have to j- dive and take you out at that point, <laughs> then have you run right at me? Cause I'm, I'm already off balance. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think, I think about this a lot when I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but the, yeah. And there's been some very impressive play for, for them, um, all over the park as well. Uh, we have, uh, we've seen the return of Roy Arnold lately, and that's been nice to see for them. Um, and they've been, they've been doing it really well in the TRC without their captain as well, because Michael Hooper was, Obviously, who he is, and mm-hmm. but he's he's done the right thing, and he if, has. if he needs some mental time to take a step back, so he's ready. Mm-hmm. Um, come twenty twenty three, I think right. that's the right that's move the for him. Thing. You know, he needs to be ready, and even if he's not, you know what? That's that is that is okay. There's right. nothing wrong with that. You know, you need to look after yourself in the end. 
Right. Um, there's more to life than this sport as much as we love mm -hmm. it. Um, so he's made the right move in that. Uh, I, I'm wondering when we're going to see, and he's actually played really well lately. And I'm wondering, can we see him get even better? If we can, he'll own the shirt. And that's Noah Lillicio. Um, Can he get a little bit better? Because if he does, he will own that 10 shirt forever. And he's beating out some good players too as well right now. He's he playing pretty well. Played pretty well in the England series, um, especially that that first match when he was kind of like, oh, by the way, you're starting now five right. minutes before right. kickoff. <laughs> um, played really well in that match. But, you know, I and it's I don't want to compare him to Marcus Smith, but they're about the same age and they obviously play the same position. Marcus Smith's a world beater like that guy mm -hmm. will, will light up any team. Doesn't matter who he's playing for. Um, Lulicio is not quite as talented, but still has monster potential and the potential to be he has uh, potential a long to be time there. 10 yeah What's he, has, no, he has the potential to be a marcus smith it's there it's i yeah, mean not not i, a, I just don't i don't think it's quite come to the surface like it has for marcus right it, i mean he'll just be one of those guys who becomes that at like you know late 20s instead mm -hmm. of early 20s and that shit there's no shame in that um but yeah he's he's headed in that direction where in you know four years or so you're gonna be he'll be Wait, maybe not this World Cup, but the next one, mm -hmm. he could be one of those like box office type players that you, you you're you're excited to pay to see. Only good for the sport, right? Only so. good for the sport. So, uh, and he's yeah, picking so up a little him. bit too. He's not. He doesn't look like he's going to crumple. No, <laughs> no. He's he's been sticking his nose in everything. So yeah. uh, I appreciate that. You know, even if he falls off it a little bit, he he keeps sticking his nose in there and doesn't quit. So I, I have a lot of appreciation for that. Really good stuff from from the guy, and a lot of good stuff from Dave Rennie's squad. Um, if Rugby Australia is smart, they're going to make sure that they lock up Dave Rennie till twenty seven, mm -hmm. um, especially since they're hosting it. Um, let's go to the Pumas, Argentina, and their impressive feats of of late. Uh, you know, didn't play well in their June series, but that's okay; can be forgiven. Mm -hmm. um, but they the 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 main opponents that they've probably targeted are these games these this trc and they've played really well in all of them so far and come out with two wins and now they're sitting on top of the trc right now so and they've, they've done so without a 10 yeah i don't i mean whatever he's <laughs> <laughs> kicking i mean yeah I they're, mean, they're it's a very it's it's unorthodox put, but that's what putting we accept a, from argentina right as, you're putting as well, a wing so. at 10 and, <laughs> and he's just like okay well just chuck it around then okay yeah doesn't know any better he's like fuck it yeah and it's it's working. I mean, that's you don't notice that they're not playing with that. It doesn't. It's not something you appreciate while the, the play is happening. Um, it's just when it's over and you're like, damn, they have a wing at ten, <laughs> and they're doing this shit. Ridiculous. It is. Um, it is, and it, it, I don't and, think it can be. The guy can be pointed out enough. The the Lester Hooker, Julia Montoya, like mm -hmm. just wow the guy is playing out of his skull every yeah. day and you know yep. i think to check's credit giving him that captain's armband has i think it's upped his level honestly yeah. Yeah. and to say that he was bad before is completely inaccurate but right. man he's just brought it to another level there's something to be said for having to come up in the shadow of creevy mm -hmm. where you are there's this you're the imposter 
you know, it doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter, you know, in, in mm-hmm. some cases, how good you are. Um, but fuck if he hasn't stepped out from that shadow. And and it's not that Creepy's playing poorly at, at all. I mean, fuck his work for um, London Irish is is outstanding. Um, but yeah, it's now Monto. It's been like Montoya said, nope, this is mine now. And and did the right thing and yeah has stepped up ever since and giving mm-hmm. in the sea has has stepped it up even more um yeah what else is there to say he's, yeah. he's been fantastic and that back line is something else what a bunch of like the right bastards on the pitch but <laughs> yeah um like okay so here, here's the thing you're gonna you're gonna sit there on the twitters and complain about nick white getting slapped in the face and playing it up <laughs> hilarious <laughs> um but you're not going to say anything when fucking what's his ass? Um, Matera. Matera takes the, okay. Yes. It was a hit. I fully agree. It's a penalty. No, this is the difference. No, no question. It's a penalty. Matera fucking dove. That was a Vladi Divac dive. Uh, <laughs> like, Oh, I got touched. And fought. Like, you know, <laughs> that, that was not a hard shoulder. Kane was easy. was quite obviously easing up. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of those, and he he went harder than he should have, definitely. Um, but yeah, that dive was, um, <laughs> yep. yeah, yep. unseemly yep. Uh, Olympic <laughs> level diving. <laughs> All right. Um, last team we'll get into, and then we'll try and shuffle through the last couple of things. I want to talk about it. Yeah, I know. But we need to because number one, we need to acknowledge the fact that the Chileans are going to the World Cup for the first time, and that is all the credit to them. And they yeah. won't, um, as someone pointed out, there will be no like issue like there was with Spain or anything like that. Mm-hmm. These are all homegrown guys; they play locally for the most part. Like, there's going to be no question about it. They're they're going to the World Cup, hundred percent legit. Mm-hmm. And for me, and we can dive into this at another point in time um deeply but at the same time like you can make a laundry list with what's going on with what's wrong with usa rugby you can yep. make a laundry list several long laundry lists mm-hmm. with what's wrong with usa rugby let alone a book like it is and this is the smallest tip of the iceberg that i could find and it's refereeing in the mlr bit us in this particular series to a point to and the one particular point I can point to is that neck roll that mm-hmm. cost us that last penalty because it is not harped on nearly to the level, if at all, in major league rugby. Right. You know, TMO is almost useless in major league rugby. The referees don't pick up on it as right. much. The ARs aren't allowed to make calls like that. No. No, that's the what bad the part. Fuck? So this this guy who's been doing this for the whole league season. Rolls into this fixture, which is right mm-hmm. after the league season, doesn't know any better, and clears out the way he's probably been clearing out for you know ninety percent of it, of the league season because he hasn't been pinged, right? And Luke Pierce and the TMO and all that, of course, they're on it. I, I don't care if the friggin' Chileans bitched about it. I was annoyed, but I get it. I, it, it, it. They they have their point. The TMO picked up on it. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't. Okay, that is. And that is the tip of the iceberg of the problems that we have with the United States Eagles. I jokingly said that I hope we miss it, and I'm still kind of serious about that. I really am. They're you not likable. 
they're just no. not and 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 you have a team with with AJ McGinty and Greg Peterson on it and Ruben de Haas and Ruben de Haas and you can't find a way to be likable right what the fuck it, it's it's it is it's embarrassing and i yeah um who is it oh shit who is the center who is normally a 15 uh Brocky. Brocky. yeah i'm, I'm sorry older. I remember seeing him at the MLR level and being like, he every time he was getting the ball at, at MLR level, I was when they were playing the Free Jacks, I was like, okay, that's fine. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> he's and he not wasn't going far. Like <laughs> he he's didn't. not. A, he is an anti-threat. He's just a guy with the ball, and mm-hmm. and he's not even fast anymore. Like I'm, I'm, I'm 42, about a shape, and I'm like, of course, I'm thinking like I'm, you know, back when I was like maybe even 33 or so, and and still had a little bit of a kick in me. Um, I'm like, back then I was faster than Brocky is now. And that's <laughs> not good for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. No. And they, they got to have someone else. There's, there's, there's so many other options there. Will and, Hooley, where, what did Will Hooley do wrong? Uh, I want to know. Like he's a, he's a true fullback. He's played at really good professional levels with Saracens and Bedford. Mm-hmm. What did he do wrong? Yeah, really, you know. And I'm a bit, big fan of his, but at this point, tell me why why he's the wrong choice at fullback right now. Mm-hmm. No, I cannot. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Uh, Mitch Wilson played a brilliant game. Saw no mm-hmm. time in the Shalaya series. Right, right. The fuck. And then they weren't really getting much out of their backs. And no. And yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I, I like how, AJ is so good that how do you waste that? Yeah. How do you make it that look bad? And, you know, I said, so, and the answer for me, one of the answers for me in the pack is right now, and I don't, I honestly don't give a shit if this is even remotely controversial. You have Greg Peterson at lock, push Cam forward as that. Mm-hmm. Fuck Brakeley, fuck Savetta. They both suck. They do. Sorry. Find back rowers that actually give a damn. Have Manu Samoa, uh, Samu Manoa, sorry, on the bench yeah. as as a as a potential nineteen yep. twenty. Doesn't matter which one; he can do both. Yep. Okay. And find dynamic back rowers because we have some. We do. We have some all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. You know, find some, and then you know, it, it there will be a we can do a special, and I think we'll maybe we'll pick up the phone and call Bill on this one um, about how to solve these problems because right yeah. now I'm annoyed to holy hell about what right. the hell we have in front of us right now with the repressage tournament being the last chance mm-hmm. and could we do it yes i'm still 50 50 on whether or not i really want us to because if we don't at least we can take a hard look at where we're fucking up right. and we can maybe just rebuild the whole thing from the ground up and that would be nice i'd be okay with that Give you know cam a call <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we'll see um but needless to say i'm I'm done with I'm done with that. Um, so let's do it before we run out of too much time here. Yeah. Um, let's dive into the unfortunate situation that's going on at six ways. And it's you know, Worcester Warriors are in dire, dire straits. They are as far as we know, they are planning to play the season, mm-hmm. but mm. problems left, right, and center everywhere you look at six ways. And sadly for Ben and I, Steve Diamond is not one of the problems. <laughs> I mean, he's a sympathetic character in this situation. He's he's looking good in this situation. Like right. that's how bad the the fucking ownership has True. fucked up. 
that Steve Diamond is like a hero here. Um, and and that said, with all respect for what he's doing, I mean, he's yeah. he's a you know huge pain in the ass asshole. Um, but he's also a club guy, and he's absolutely doing the right thing. And um, yeah, good good. <sighs> well done you know he's, he's making sure they have a kit he's making sure they the players have or you know have a paycheck and, and accommodations and whatnot mm-hmm. for the for the travel he's uh he's doing the right thing right um yeah much respect for him yeah sucks for the players so that's just like it's a whirlwind for like a guy like finn smith who signs with saints and then suddenly okay no you're you're gonna get paid that's off yeah okay so that's off but now all of a sudden it's like well we're not getting paid like well, what, right. what the fuck right yeah like, i'd be super annoyed yeah super annoyed and every player anything that any player has to has to say at this point mm-hmm. uh bar like anything derogatory um you have all rights to say this right. shit right now honestly like, I, i'm good like you know they've, they've been putting out videos today and uh yeah, you I've know, seen them. fergus lee warner did that fergus lee warner fucking moves continents to come play for your team and suddenly he doesn't get a paycheck like what right. the, he's i would be furious and, and he's there making sure i mean it's also for the for the it's for the so it's not mm-hmm. it's not really for the worcester warriors it's for your guys yeah it's for the guys that you're that you're that you know wear the he's shirt with. To play with yeah yeah absolutely but damn it, it totally sucks and so as far, as far as we know there is some sort of american uh, sports group that's looking to buy the the Warriors and mm-hmm. hopefully dig them out of this bullshit hole that they're in. But yeah. I mean, the, clearly, here's the thing, and it it happens all the time where you have a beloved owner that gets the team to where it's going, and people will never forget it. And then you have mm-hmm. an ownership group that takes over and completely just cocks it. And it doesn't happen all the time, but this is usually the story. It's usually. Mm-hmm the beloved owner sells to another person and completely cocks it. Uh, being a Fulham fan, I can tell you that happened with my club and I watched it yeah. happen. I still fucking hate the cons. I don't like them at all. Um, and yeah, I forgot but, that until they, sh- they showed him on the TV the other day and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you fucker. And then the little pissant son, I've given the chance. Somebody find Tony Khan and plant him in front of our Airbnb so I can slap him <laughs> when we're in London. Um Meantime, um, yeah, it's just really, you know, it's it, it's the story. And when you are that second owner that comes in after the beloved owner, you have to work really freaking hard to one up that guy or at least match it mm-hmm. because you will be the devil if you fuck it up. And these yeah. guys did not do that. Plain mm-hmm. and simple. Plain and simple. They did not do that at no. all. And that's, no. and, that's and painful for the just, people of Worcester. Like they're clearly trying to to make it like... um like vulture capitalism almost like i'm sure you know mm. who, who do we think were the people who were buying up like the car park and and you know shits on the grounds like it, it wasn't just random people it certainly wasn't anybody who lived in worcester oh, you know God. it's not anybody who's like a fan of the team it's someone who just wants to profit off of the team falling apart and it's like it sounds like what the owner's trying to like it just sounds scummy all around mm-hmm. and like agreed it's bad for the it's bad for the league too they got to step in at some point and yeah you'd hope prl would get their get their shit together and help them out yeah help help sort this out very quickly because for the sake of the for the sake of the players you got to sort this out fast yeah you know because 
you can't have these players just going into right. these half-hearted issues because the product's going to be bad too. Yeah. Now that said, I hope that six ways is bouncing the first home game they have. Yeah, I really do. I do. I really, really do. Um, and I'm sure it will. And be. what and what you do and this is what. So the, here's the here's the model that I know <laughs> because I have two friends that were Newcastle United fans and they used to have an owner named Mike Ashley. For those that aren't footy fans, some of you probably already know this. He was the biggest biggest dickhead possible as far as owners go Mm -hmm. um and what fans did were they bought the tickets they bought no merch and they bought no concessions that's it they went to support the team and that was the end and that's what and honestly in this situation until you have a a, a, an answer Mm -hmm. that's your answer worcester go to the match support the hell out of the players to the gills do not buy merch do not buy concessions drink them at the pubs after and before yeah Support the boys in the in the in between. If you have merch already, great. Go get some knockoff merch if you don't. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> that's the answer. Okay, that's my solution at least. So I hope that's the type of thing that happens. So the freaking owners finally get the message and they can fuck off. Because mm-hmm. I think that would be best for a lot of people. It would. And then um, our final note on here: um, we have another World Cup that's being built up for here. Very very. A nice little slow burn, but we're getting there, and it's it's getting fun. Um, we've seen Black Friends and Wallaroos compete twice with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, one a little lopsided, the second one quite good. Yeah, quite good. Uh, right. Wallaroos acquitted themselves quite well. Um, and did one you, thing, did I, you see Ruby Tui's interview afterwards? I love that interview. I love like, her. Yeah, I love her so much. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. Um, <laughs> but like her her energy with for towards australia too saying like hey they they watch film they learn they're better you know mm-hmm. that, that's that's important a that you know when it's that obvious that they that you notice as an opposite player and um that means that obviously australia are are doing something right there too which is good because mm-hmm. because yep. the, the wallaroos deserve uh to be good <laughs> and yes. right now they're not really they haven't been um, as competitive as as they should, you know, shocking for Australian rugby to hear from Australian <laughs> rugby that that they're not as competitive as they should be. But yeah. it's a little bit. I think it's a little bit different in women's rugby where there's more opportunity to be the best team. I mean, fuck the Eagles. Women are are, are very good. Very good. They're just yep. not, you know, the New Zealand standard yet. No, not, um, not there yet. But yeah, that's it's it's that's not that far away from anybody. So no, uh, Australia are proving that. So good for them. Yeah. No and. And and the one thing I will say, and um, I think the best thing, and, and it's been said a few times over the last couple um, couple years now, as as women's rugby has picked up the tread, mm-hmm. the tracking that it should. Um, people are being critical of the players on the field, and I mean that in the way they play. I don't care about like we talked about the misogyny is not mm-hmm. welcome. None of that. They're being, but they're being critical of, you know, are they doing their job well enough? And mm-hmm. that is something I think we need to just remember, like continue to be critical because yeah. we don't need to, because these, these players do not just want a pat on the back because they're playing women's rugby. They right. want, they want that. Right. They want to hear this player is not doing a good job because of so-and-so. So let's play so-and-so instead. That is what they want. And mm-hmm. I I guarantee you that's what they want. And I and I know to a level that it will get really annoying for them and they'll and they'll be pissed. But overall, for the good of the game, that's what they want. So yes, 
but that's let's that observe means things, be critical, right. and you know, say this person's not doing the job, or this right. person, you know, this person needs to this person's been found out, you know, right. stuff like right. that. There's standards. Yes. And Agreed. that's that's the that's the big thing. And it's like, you know, sometimes there's there are some players who want to be the best player on a bad team. Mm-hmm. Like they would rather that than be a bench player on a great team. And those are the players who are, you know, the 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 former are the players who, when the team is bad, when a, a team like, you know, Eagles or, mm-hmm. you know, a Scotland or an Ireland, um, where there's, you know, there's no real standards. Um, they're cool. That, that, that kind of culture favors them. But then, you know, now you're making it when you start making it professional, you start ha- having those standards and mm. those get sussed out. And then suddenly you have a, just an overwhelming influx of good players. And, yep. and that's, but the standards, you know, and then the standards go up. And that's right. how it that's how it ratchets up. That's how, you know, iron sharpens iron. Absolutely. Yep. I agree. I agree. Um, and then we'll we'll touch on said Eagles. Um, mm-hmm. the past week, this past weekend playing Scotland. Um, two players that I want to talk about a little bit. One on one on either side of the coin. Um, we'll start with the bad. Um, and that way we can end on a good note for myself at least. <laughs> um, Mickey James. Sorry, Charlie Jacoby should be playing tight head and. Yeah. I understand this is a warm-up match, so with that understanding, okay, fine. You're trying to figure out if she's good enough. Mm-hmm. That kickoff match, you better not be playing tight head. That's right. that's what I know. Charlie Sh- Jacoby should be the tight head. Mm-hmm. That is what I've gotten. And I and I said this about Hope Rogers last year, and then she got good. She right. got fit. She got right. better. And right. I, I, I clap my hands for her, so I want Nikki James to get better. Or... Right. Charlie Jacoby needs to start playing starting. Right. That Hope that Rogers, is Hope Rogers used to be Nikki James, which means Nikki, <laughs> there's there's a there's a p- potential for Nikki James, but she's right. gotta yeah, she's gotta start moving. Yep. Start start um, getting in a running program. You're strong enough, put down the weights. Well, you know, you can, well, I mean you can pick up the weights, but right. just right. you know, but get fit, you right. know. Substitute, you know, right. Substitute and I'm not one and I am not one that's gonna sit here and judge body tape type what i'm judging is she can't get around the park right i don't care what you look like i listen bastro played for years and was brilliant and he was the biggest (laughs) motherfucker out there right you know i don't care about that get your ass around the park i don't care after that i don't care if you got a freaking big head and small legs it doesn't matter (laughs) get your ass around the park that's all i care about right so that's there's so that's that um the others the other one i do want to touch on that's on the bad side of the coin is olivia ortiz i think she's I think Carly Waters again will be the nine mm-hmm. going forward. Her footwork is off. <laughs> her footwork is very off. She's letting the defense get on her teammates. It's a problem mm-hmm. for me. I see it. I don't know if she's fixing it or not. Hopefully she does. Yeah. Um, on the good side of the coin, the best backer in the world has to include Kate Zachary, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I mean, if you're picking your 15 right now, eh, she has to be in it somewhere, whether it's eight, seven, or six. It doesn't matter. Right. Well, because the other two are going to be Poppy Cleal and Molly Packer. Molly Packer. So <laughs> <laughs> you kind of just throw her out there or wherever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you just put any of them anywhere, and then you're fine. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, we saw what he, what she does with ball in hand, and it's – Yeah. It is it, you can't not be in you can't do what she did especially in the that field flip that she did picking up the ball on her mm-hmm. you know in her own 22 and just nearly putting it home Ugh. 
you can't not be one of the best back rowers in the world if right. you do that. Like, plain and simple. Right. To a respectable <laughs> team, too. I mean, Scotland yeah. aren't, aren't, you know, amazing right now, but they're not bad. They're, oh, not they're going to the World Cup, just, no? Right. They're yeah. just not a, I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> it's not, it, it's like, they're not top tier, but whatever. That's not a, you know, the English still, US should be beating them. But good it's still, fucking players on that right. team, too. Exactly. So it's, it's I'm, I'm, yeah, it's, it's still a quality, quality play and quality standard that she's setting. So. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about what the Eagles team does uh, in October. I've been, cause of course, you know, um, some of, you know, I, I coach a, a, a high school team, um, mm-hmm. girls, high school team, and I've been just pumping this thing up. Like they should do, you know, they should do well. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I, I don't, at this point, I don't think they're going to let me down at this point. So um, might be a different story this weekend with the red roses. Right. <laughs> That'll be a different standard, but, the red roses are a different standard compared to a lot exactly, of people. So but that, this is where you're measuring yourself, right? Mm-hmm. This is where it's, you know, are you going to go make noise at the world cup or are you really there to win it? This is, this is what you kind of find out. Cause right. you no, know, if you're going to win the world cup, that means you're going to have to beat England. You're going to have to beat. Black the Browns, yeah. Yep. Like totally. you, if you can't do one, then, you know, you can and and you can't do the other. That's that's going to be problematic. But at least you know where you, where where your expectations should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Um, one thing before we sign off on this one, um, the old tip of the cap and a nice clap for Kendra Coxage, who is mm. call she's going to call time at the end of this year. And yeah, um, you talk about a legend, timeless. Of, uh, yeah, legend <laughs> of the like. You pl- you think Black Ferns, you think Kendra Coxage. Like that is right. That's not that's not a question like, at how this does point. That, how do they play without her? <laughs> yeah, I mean they, they did it the other week and they did okay. Yeah, but okay, fair. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. So, you know, and she's like, Oh, we'll see if I can get on the Black Ferns team. I'm like, What are you mm-hmm. nuts? You're getting on the Black Ferns <laughs> team, you psycho. What's wrong right. with you? <laughs> <laughs> of course you're getting on the Black Ferns team, you nut. So, um, yeah, tip of the cap to an absolute legend. And um, she's done a world of good for women's rugby, especially, obviously. But in in general, you know, this the growth of rugby is the growth of rugby i don't care how it is honestly you know if it's if it's sevens if it's 15s if it's women's men's it's fine you know i don't want to hear anything about rugby x but mm-hmm. in, the, in the grand scheme of things the growth of rugby is the growth of rugby so mm-hmm. yes kendra coxage has done a ton for rugby in general plain and simple that's yep. how that's that's my view on it so uh kudos to her We'll see how she gets sent out one way or the other yeah. <laughs> this fall. So should be fun. Just the same. So well done to Kendra. Ooh, look at that. Look, my oh my, would you look at the time? Um, <laughs> wow. So we're back in the saddle here. Um, yeah, we're back for weekly stuff. It's going to be yeah. fun. Next uh, week might go over a little bit too as we do our uh, prem preview. Yeah, prem preview. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have a you know a few more teams to go through and. Um, a few more matches to have watched. Yes, after yes. this weekend. Yes, but that's. I think we can all live with that, especially if it's the good stuff like we think exactly. it's going to be. So, um, yeah, and then we'll do. If you're coming over to the fantasy corner, um, yes, it's back. We're going to keep going with it. Um, it was. Uh, I think it was a big success last year where we mm-hmm. separated the two, and some could just listen to the rugby stuff. Could some could, especially when you have a short week. Like I understand yeah. we babble, 
and you want the good <laughs> stuff. So you just right. skip our babble about rugby and you go to the fantasy corner, then you go back to the other shit later, and that's right. fine. I have no issue with that whatsoever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you're coming over there, we're gonna talk um division two of Champions League. Uh we're gonna explain keepers. Um we obviously have some sad news that um we'll mm-hmm. we'll talk about. Um We'll talk FRD rankings and preview and FRD Champions League draft order. So, um, yeah, we'll see you over there. If you're not coming over there, thank you very much for listening to us. We're happy to be back and we're happy to be uh, entertaining your ears for a little while. And we appreciate you for hanging out with us. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Later. Cheers. Cheers.